So the key ingredient to any great band is the unsaid connection between the players. For the siblings Yuval, Annette, and Avishai Cohen, they've been developing this bond since birth, while growing up together in Tel Aviv, attending the Berklee School of Music, and now in their band, The Three Cohens. They've each made a name for themselves in the jazz world, and when they play together, their music is filled with the playful energy and an intuitive interplay of their voices, and a little good-natured ribbing. This is Jazz Stories. I'm Alexa Lim. In this spirited Jazz at Lincoln Center listening party, Ken Drucker talks with the three Cohens about their musical education in Israel and how three siblings come together in one band. Let's start with, you all have, many of us have seen you in different groups and different uh, different organizations, but this must be a very special group for you all. When did you start playing together as a family? I think the first time, non-official, um, it just kind of happened before we were a real band, was in Berkeley, right? That's true. We, we all went to Berkeley, we actually came in different time. We had one semester where we paralleled and um, Berkeley decided to make a CD and they chose a few bands and they asked us to do something. They recorded two tracks. Actually, haven't haven't heard it since. <laughs> so I have no idea how to get it or where to hear it. But I have it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of scary to listen to it now. It's, it's, but, it's uh, okay. It's college days, you know, so it's don't look for it. <laughs> and we did that, but then it took it took few years till we decided to uh, actually make a band. It also happened not in a conscious decision. Yuval had a tour with the quartet in Poland, and then he went for a second time uh, the next year, and he wanted to do something different. And he said, uh, "Why won't you both come with me and we we do something as a sextet?" And that was the, <laughs> the form that was the formal, formal uh, official beginning of a band. 2002 or three. And that and this is your third album as yes. a group. Your first album came right after that or soon after that? Yes, it was a result actually of the of the little the few shows we did in Poland and it made us realize that we really like to be on stage together. It was the first time we actually performed as a as a band and we said, "Hey, got something going. Let's uh, let's uh, document it." So that's when we recorded our first album. One it was a beginning of a Wonderful friendship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you are originally from Tel Aviv. Uh, two of you live here now. One still in Tel Aviv. Um, for anyone who follows the jazz scene in New York, but anywhere, there are a lot of Israeli musicians making a name for themselves and playing exceptional, for some reason, a lot of guitar players. What is going on in music education <laughs> in Israel that is producing this this wealth of jazz musicians? Is it is it you, you're an educator and a music educator and yeah over there yeah funny I just told Avishai uh, on the airplane we talked about it and uh, and uh, a year ago a, a, a professor from Berkeley uh, we we hang out with them and we spoke and they said that if they had to go to one place in the world now to pick to pick up new talents. That's where they'll go. They'll go straight first, first place. First place in the world. They're gonna go to Tel Aviv. So it's really, it's really great. Well, it might be the hummus. 
but if 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 not, I think they're just uh, um, they're just lucky to have uh, many many musicians that come here and uh, live here and absorb the good he things here, and they meet great teachers here, and some go back and. Uh, and, and then, of course, like even great musicians that don't come back to live there permanently, they still come to visit and to give concerts. So there is a constant exchange of knowledge. And, and the thing, the kids, they really get it from really young age. And it's sometimes scary to see the... Sometimes there's a... I would say a, maybe a, a, there's a distance between uh, the amount of knowledge and still the young age. And there's still barriers that they have to go through. I mean, they have to go through... Uh, know, uh, army, army service, so they have to kind of keep cooking and, and wait for the age of 21 to get dismissed from duties and come here. So uh, it, is a, it is a challenge, but it's an amazing thing. When you see people at an even younger age, before even high school, or maybe early high school, and uh, there's something going on in the general vibe in Israel, and I think it goes down to... <coughs> Rich, uh, rich musical um, mixture that's going on in that country, and I, and it's very much connected with the way this country was built, because um, we have a mixture of many elements from the world. I mean, rich, uh, let's say the the whole classical music um, that people came from from Europe to to the country, and. Uh, so big sense of melody and and and, uh, and deep harmonic sense, and on the other side, we have people coming from <coughs> Spain, Morocco, uh, Yemen. So you know you have people growing up from Russia and Yemen together, or that whole thing creates a lot of uh, you know the I think like, like jazz, the, the the rich rhythm. With with the har harmony and and I think also a big sense of melody, uh, so people are just exposed to that and uh, just like the the mixing pot in New Orleans, but transposed to yeah, to right, Tel Aviv. Right. Rhythm. I mean, because you know, you go to other places, let's say in Europe, and they don't have that. You know, with of course with the exceptions, but but. The rhythm is missing sometimes. Like, well, the, it's the right notes, but but where is the where is the rhythm? And uh, and I think that's what makes jazz in general. So. Uh, and are are there places to go out and hear jazz? Are there are there many jazz clubs? That's not the strongest. <laughs> that's that's why we end up coming here. <laughs> no, that's true. That's kind of uh, that's that's a shame in a way that there's such a big gap between between the talent and the amount of creation of music to like maybe two, three little clubs that you can play and then a few festivals which are nice but it's, it happens once a year. So that's a not enough. You can't just play jazz in Israel and, and survive off of it. Yeah. You have not to do either do something else or get out. Not enough audience either, I don't think. Right. Right. And in your home, uh, you all obviously went into jazz professionally. Did your parents listen to a lot of jazz? Is that where you first encountered it, or was it really in school? Mm, they l they love music, but I can't say they were putting like jazz <coughs> albums to listen. Oh, well, like Frank Sinatra would hear. Yeah, but not no more. I mean, they wouldn't put Coltrane or, or Miles or Bird. 
But the, the basic, I think the basic thing that fell to our hands was, I, I think I got it from someone, a, a cassette, like a little cassette that had uh, Louis Armstrong on one side and Ella Fitzgerald on the other side. Yeah. And this cassette... I remember that tape. Yeah, <laughs> this cassette was the, that's what was the, the fuel. See, um, we just heard this cassette over and over. And that's, uh, that's how we fell in love with jazz and that's why, that's why this, the swing, and, and like really the, the beginning of this music was so much part of our growing up. And I think um, we're very fortunate about it. Because, uh, I mean, to my opinion, it, it, it got to start there. Even, bef you know, there and, and before. Mm -hmm. And not, uh, I mean, not, jazz not, hasn't started at, uh, at, uh, at the 40s, you know? Mm -hmm. Of course, you know. With uh, with a group like this, a lot of times if it's you know the the name of the leader is in the so and so sextet, you know who the leader is. With a group like this, how does leadership work? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's funny. It's funny. Funny asking this question. We live twenty minutes. You know. <laughs> no, actually, that's. I think. Uh, I think musically, we we we, we have. A, an incredible understanding, but I think the hardest challenge being uh, three band leaders and in addition being siblings is how to treat each other as professionals between us in front of the band <coughs> and not let the 30 <laughs> years, 30 some years um, Acquaintance. Come up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, and also, it's just a challenge, but I think we are, uh, we're doing a great job. It's a work in progress. It's a work in say progress. This <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and the other thing is that we really, we're learning to, to, to delegate, to really figure out, okay, you know, I'm going to do this and you're going to do this. If, you know, you're going to call the musicians and I'm going to make sure I send them the music. So we kind of try to be more clear about each part and not expect the others to do it or not to take full responsibility. Usually I do everything. Does it ever get serious enough that you have to call your parents and tell on Abishai? No, but you know, it's the, the, <laughs> you would tell some, like, you know, if you you want someone like you working on a chart and he's, he's let's say Anand is playing somewhere and I wanted to lay out or something like this if it was somewhere else you, know, you have to say it very nicely or hey you know maybe um, I think maybe don't don't, play, don't here. play here or I'm thinking what is you know you try to find the most polite way to say it as a brother you'd be like don't play here <laughs> you know it's like this it could be like uh, it's very brutal someone on the stage <laughs> And then, and then there's the other challenge of uh, they make me laugh, and when it's fine when we are hanging out, but when we are on stage and we're horn players and we start laughing, I'm the only one who cannot stop. Yeah, she cannot. <laughs> so it got to the point where we had to leave the stage, or, or uh, no? Actually, yeah. I mean, it's, sometimes it gets very embarrassing, and actually, <laughs> I find myself like on my knees laughing, you know, on stage while they are like standing there waiting for me to get serious. So it's, uh, that's a whole different challenge. <laughs> we'll spare you this for today, but it might happen next time. And with uh, other, mostly vocal groups I think about, 
sisters, uh, the Boswell sisters, the Andrew sisters, they always claimed there was a special blend they could get in their voices because they were siblings. There was something that they couldn't get with other, even other great singers. Is there something, is there an instrumental blend that you find, you, you, both, you all play in groups with other horn players, other musicians, is there a special blend you can get as a family group? Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, I feel it uh, less sonically. It's more um, as far as the ideas and the the substance. You know, the, the context of the what we're playing. If I start a line and that can continue it, Yuval would take it. Then we play together. If we play the we play a lot of a cappella together. So just three of us, without anyone else, without uh, company, and. Um, we never have to plan anything. We just say, call the tune. We play it, and the arrangement kind of lays the, lays itself out for us. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I just less think sonically. even sometimes sonically, because you know, if if we're gonna go to a trumpet, soprano, clarinet setup, and so we have to find a way it's to, to exactly. So yeah. we have to find a way how to spread, like, and how to to notice each one where each one goes and. So that that's fun. So I should have thought about it 25 years ago. Someone should have taken trombone, trombone or <laughs> some baritone or something. Lazy parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another brother wouldn't hurt, you know. <laughs> or sister. <laughs> no. The three Cohens, saxophonist Yuval, clarinetist and tenor player Annette, and trumpeter Avishai. You can find all of our jazz stories and more information about upcoming Jazz at Lincoln Center performances at jalc.org. And you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Jazz Stories is produced at Murray Street with support from Jazz at Lincoln Center. So stop by a show whenever you're in New York City or check out the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra on tour. Support the institution that supports so much jazz. I'm Alexa Limp.